Well, three minutes in advance of 11 o'clock, my pleasure. Usually it's the second Friday of the month, or at least the first Friday after the second Thursday. Mike Tarantino with IDF. How are you, sir? Good morning. Super Bowl weekend upon us. Yeah. Last weekend we had a nice event that hopefully was uh, economic development boon. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Wasn't that parade. great? That was, I tell you what, we had I had the honor of participating and being uh, invited this year. Uh I'm telling you, Iberia Parish put on quite the show. There was a, it was a, just a spectacular parade. Uh, a lot of happy folks catching a lot of beads. The first parade of the season. So Iberia Parish was number one yet again. And so uh, we really appreciate everybody coming out and visiting us and, and uh, kicking off the carnival season in style. Yeah, no doubt about it. Remind us uh, what IDF is all about. The Iberian Industrial Development Foundation is the main facilitator of economic development activities, meaning that we market the community to businesses around the country, internationally really, uh, and uh, you know encourage them to come and, and show them and help them find easy ways to locate here in Iberia Parish and create jobs. We also work with existing uh, businesses all over the parish, those that uh, have been paying the taxes and hiring folks for many years. Uh, we work with them to grow, to expand, to save, to uh, get incentives when we can, and, uh, and uh, you know, so that all together we have a strong economy that's continuing to grow and continue to offer great jobs for our citizens. Very good. So uh, I assume the board met yesterday? Yeah, so our board is, uh, as I've mentioned in the past, our board is a real public-private partnership. We've got a 21-member board. Half of the board is from the private sector, half from the public sector. It's really a very unique place where both the public and private sides can come together and work together on all the things that, you know, infrastructure and, and tax incentives and workforce development and education and quality jobs and all the things that go into economic development that all those things get discussed at this table. And so it's just a really great place. Um, I'm so very blessed to be uh, led by such a wonderful board. And our chair, chairperson this year, Miss Christy McMath-Abear of Arsenal Ford, she's doing a great job. And uh, so it's really a great place where, where everything can come together. We can be guided forward in our mission. And uh, so we meet on the second Thursday of each month right here in beautiful downtown New Iberia. And uh, we had a great meeting the other day. And I'm always happy to be able to come here and give you a report on some of the things that were said. Very good. Let's go around the Absolutely. Table. So we start our meeting every um, – we have – IDF is also a member and investor-driven organization. We've got a lot of passionate businesses around the community who contribute to our mission. And we're so grateful for them. Um, and so each month we have a, a – a, Business Investor Spotlight of the Month. This month's Investor of the Month is Dixie Electric, longtime company here in Iberia Parish. Mike Flash serves on our board. Uh, the Flash family has been doing so many things for our community, and we really appreciate their involvement. So Dixie Electric is our uh, February uh, member investment and investor of the month. We also have so many sites around uh, property sites and locations and places where businesses can locate that are available. Uh, we market those constantly. So many, too many to name in one place. So we also pull out a commercial property spotlight of the month. Uh, this month's commercial property spotlight of the month is being offered by, by the Gleason Group. It's located on Hansel Street here in New Iberia. Um, the best way that I can describe Hansel Street is to you go down St. Peter, you take a right on Bayard, and it's the first left. Okay. And as you go down uh, Hansel Street in the back, there's a there's an, a, a very nice office complex back there that's for sale. Um, it's a great place for a business to locate, parking area and whatnot. Uh, and so we encourage folks to go check that out. Check out the Gleason Group's website that's bought Broussard and Peyton Farr here in New Iberia. And, uh, you know, get a good look at that. And it would be a great place to locate your office and uh, and your company as well. 
So uh, take a look at that. You can find out all of that information also on our website, iberiabiz.org. That's iberiabiz.org, and I'm happy to spread that as well. Um, the first uh, the first thing out the gate, of course, uh, was uh, we had a, uh, a guest speaker, Ms. Teresa Coutois, who's a, a wonderful asset to our community, uh, wife of, of Chad Coutois, who also serves on our board. And she mentioned preparations for an upcoming Advent event. That will be happening later on this year. Uh, um, more information to come. This will be a community-wide event. Uh, she's got a lot of great ideas, and so I'll be bringing more of that, those details to you in future shows. Uh, and so thanks to Ms. Teresa and all the folks around our community, our community who continuously volunteer, come up with great, unique event ideas to attract people to the area. So she, she teased that out there for us, uh, and so I'll be happy to bring you more details as that comes up as well. Then, it, then it's my report time, and so just a few of the things that I reported. I serve on honored to serve on the South Louisiana Community College uh, Campus Advisory Board for the New Iberia Campus. We had our first inaugural meeting yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon. This was an opportunity for uh, for many providers, uh, from law enforcement to private business to uh, uh, the school system, many others to come together and work with the SLCC team uh, and to with the uh, with the goal of making sure that the the course offerings. Uh, are responsive to what the skill sets that em- what employers are looking for. And so, you know, SLCC is a great asset for our community. It's a great asset for our region. We've got a wonderful campus that's located out on Ember Drive here in New Iberia. And uh, they're interested in, in, in um, you know, knowing what the community wants to see from their community college, knowing what employers from the community, what kind of skill sets they want to see so that they can continue to improve. They've got great courses out there already. They're already making such a huge difference, and I think this is just a way of honing that. And I'd encourage people to, uh, to check out SLCC, the course offerings, whether you're a high school senior that's looking to move on to community college or whether you're, whether you're um, a graduate, you know, someone who's already graduated who is looking for a specific skill or whether you're already in the workforce and you're looking to upgrade your skill or retrain or to, to do something, maybe enter a new career, uh, the community, the South Louisiana Community College has so many different ways that you can plug in. And so I'd encourage folks to check that out. Yeah, I, I would be able to make an argument that that might be the legacy Governor Foster left behind. Absolutely. Expanding junior colleges, uh, community colleges, uh, uh, trade schools, those kind of things. I, I really think that's where he left his best mark. Absolutely. And Dr. Vincent June, who is the new uh, chancellor for SLCC, is doing a wonderful job, as is Miss Nicole uh, Lopez, who's the campus administrator here for the New Iberia campus. And so uh, there, he did a listening tour. He's, a new, he's newly appointed. He did a listening tour a few months back to get a feel on the ground of what uh, uh, constituents in those amongst those campuses wanted to see. And this is the next iteration of that. And so I'm happy to, I'm very honored and uh, appreciate the opportunity to participate with that campus advisory board and we'll continue to bring more reports as as they come out i also mentioned that you know what a wonderful honor that lauraville is is now received their acadiana odyssey monument uh that is uh wow what a prestigious thing um they've received uh the monument it has been installed it'll be dedicated late in april they're putting together a, a really nice ceremony that we're we'll, that we're going to be uh pleased to participate in are, um, are they waiting to is there a date around there they have a tenant they have a something? tentative date they have a tentative date it'll be right now it's a, i think the tentative date is around april 27th which just so happens to coincide with festival international and mm. a lot of the opportunities there there's we 
just you know starting with the planning stage. Uh, Mayor Brad Clifton and his staff and the, the Lauraville community are making big plans. I'm just so happy for them. Um, they've been working very hard over the years to get this monument, uh, and so this will be an opportunity for everyone to celebrate Lauraville as uh, you know the first settlement for mm-hmm. the Acadians uh, as they as they came. Uh, into our area so many years ago after being expelled from Nova Scotia. And I just think that uh, that this is just a great opportunity, not just for Lauraville and Iberia Parish, but for the entire Acadiana community uh, to come and celebrate uh, a very prestigious event. This Acadiana Odyssey Monument is um, it's only exists in a few places, and it's a tremendous honor to, uh, to, to be able to have this monument here. And, of course, from a tourism perspective, uh, it'll be a great opportunity for folks to come and learn and uh, learn about the town and learn about the area and learn really learn about the Cajun, Acadian heritage and something that I think is very important. So congratulations to Mayor Clifton and the community of Lorville and uh, looking forward to bringing more details as those as those festivities uh, or for the dedication or more details uh, come available. Um, I also mentioned that the latest installments of the Mic Drop with Mike Tarantino, our, our podcast, are are now out. The last two uh, episodes that have been posted now, one, of course, is with uh, Mr. Mike Watney of the Bayou Mardi Gras Association. It was really a great conversation with Mike on, you know, we had a wonderful parade. A lot of folks attended 24 floats, which was the biggest yeah. parade yet. Uh, all kinds of uh, units, meaning parades and dance teams and all of that, beads everywhere. Uh, we really had a nice conversation with Mike on what it takes to put something like that together. It's a tremendous undertaking with so many moving parts. We talk about you know how the concept began, you know where the idea for the Bayou Mardi Gras Association parade came up. What exactly is a, a Mardi Gras Association, and how does that differentiate from a crew? You know, just all of the background information about that wonderful event that happens every year. And so, uh, I encourage folks to to uh, check that out. Uh, we also are the latest one that's been downloaded is our uh, interview with State Representative Bo Boye about the upcoming legislative session, the fiscal session. Um, you know, some some of the sessions are non-fiscal. The one that's coming up is fiscal, meaning they'll be talking about money and tax-related issues. And uh, so uh, Bo uh, gave us a preview of some of the things that uh, he felt were going to be discussed this year. Uh, both of those episodes have been downloaded. You can find them on Spotify and Podbean. Hopefully we can get it on iTunes really soon. But take a, take a listen and, and, and learn a little bit more. We try to have fun with it, and so it's a very relaxed conversation. And so uh, both myself and Pat Bonin uh, have done, uh, you know, I, I think we really strive to give the community information and those from outside the community uh, kind of a, a, a feel and a taste of what it's like to live here in this wonderful place. Real good. Um, I also serve on the uh, what's called the Workforce Investment Board for our region. Uh, the federal government years ago passed the Workforce Investment Act, where they uh, uh, direct resources for work training the workforce in our area. Those those dollars are administered at a regional level by the Workforce Investment Board, and I'm happy to serve as one of Iberia Parish's representatives on the Workforce Investment Board. I represent Iberia Parish government. Uh, by the way, I, I, I should mention that uh, Parish President Larry Richard and the Parish Council are very um, involved in economic development. And very, it's very important. They realize the importance of a of a well trained workforce and directing resources in that way. And so I appreciate the opportunity to represent them in that way. And so. So uh, on the web board, I also serve on the Occupational Forecasting Committee, and this is where um, the state level comes down to the local level and the regional level and says, look, here's the the occupations that we think are important going forward and what we should focus on training-wise. Tell us what else we need to be thinking about. And so 
as I, as we're working with these businesses, these manufacturing businesses, uh, aviation, healthcare, oil and gas, uh, you know, what are those skill sets that these companies really need to see? And so it's where we get an opportunity to talk with the state level and say, okay, we like what you're doing, but please consider adding these other occupations to your list so that we can have a well-prepared workforce, and that's great. Also uh, congratulated uh, the Twin Parish Port Commission and the Port of Delcom on the establishment of their recent seafood hub. Mm-hmm. Um, that seafood hub is going to be spectacular. It's going to be a great place where local shrimpers, local fishermen uh, can sell their seafood and distribute their seafood. The hub itself is located right over the Vermilion Parish border. And so well, congratulations to Vermilion Parish on the location. The reason we're celebrating it with them for a number of reasons, but one of the reasons is that the community of Delcom, part of which is in Iberia Parish, is greatly going to benefit uh, from from that. And so uh, congratulations uh, to the Twin Parish Port, and thanks for your investment in that seafood hub and what it's going to do to uh, to help the fisheries and seafood industry in our area. Is that the same organization, then, that is helping people learn how to market it and yes. package it? And those so, kind of so the Twin Parish Port... Uh, uh, one of the partners in that mix, in addition to IDF, is also Delcom Direct Seafood, Louisiana Sea Grant. Uh, UL has done some studies, you know, that have helped in the in the uh, the creation of this particular seafood hub. It's really a, 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 a there are a lot of partners that come together to plan these things out, and so they all tie together. The seafood and farmers market uh, in Iberia Parish that happens the first Saturday of each month. That's a part of what we're trying to do with the seafood industry, helping to build up those small business. Uh, the the uh, you know the waterfront and the marina and all of that all of that is part of it as well as well as this particular seafood hub and so you know good stuff and uh, congratulations to them on their recent ribbon cutting and groundbreaking. Uh, New Iberia also I reported that New Iberia also hosted about two weeks ago the uh, regional summit meeting for the Louisiana Office of Culture, Recreation, and Tourism. Um, there were about 50 people in attendance. It was open to the public. We had about 50 people in attendance, many Main Street programs from around the area, including right here in New Iberia, many tourist commissions, but also folks that are just interested in the tour and tourism as a business, representatives of attractions, uh, the general public who's interested in getting into that kind of world. Um, this summit was all about how to apply for a grant, how to find resources, what resources are available, we were so uh, honored. The Louisiana, uh, the Iberia Parish Convention and Visitors Bureau was so honored to be a part of hosting that event here in New Iberia. And uh, we had a great uh, welcome from uh, Mayor Freddie DeCourt and from Parish President Richard, uh, welcoming folks to the community. And so that was a that was a wonderful event there as well. So then we went around the table. Um, I mentioned that uh, Miss Coutois came and gave us a a quick uh, a quick. Intro, I guess, to this Advent function that will be held from December 1st to the 23rd of next year. It'll be a, a Christmas season style activity, but the details are coming together. And as we get more details about how the public can participate and what the the daily activities will be each day during that month, we'll be sure to help you to help her get that word out. Uh, Mr. Brett Bayard uh, with Bayard Transportation is on our board. He's also the chairman of our business advisory committee. We have a separate committee, separate from the board, uh, that is made up of those business leaders in our community that are not necessarily on our board but who have a, a passion for economic development. Um, that's a very important committee to us. We're focused on various industries, but we know that there are a lot of other industries here in Iberia Parish that want to be heard and have issues and have concerns and have things that are important to them. So this community, this 
committee, excuse me, ha- this is the opportunity for those businesses to come to the table, let us know what's going on, what, what the challenges they have and what we can do to help them. Uh, and so uh, there'll be a, uh, our next uh, BAC meeting will be coming up soon. Uh, and um, we're working with uh, Representative Boyer to, uh, to come and give us a quick report uh, on that, on what will be happening during the session. And, you know, we always work with our larger delegation as well on those issues as well. So stay tuned for that. Mayor Freddie DeCourt is on our board, and he mentioned that the uh, CLECO agreement at that point was almost complete. Mm-hmm. It's my understanding that now it's been approved. And the council finally gave him approval to finish the negotiation. Okay, okay. And so I, that's that's where they are currently. And, you know, we talked a little bit. We also have a CLECO representative on our board as well, Mr. Tommy Bear. And so there was a lot of discussion about utilities and about infrastructure and about franchise agreements, what they are and how they work. And uh, Mayor DeCourt made a wonderful presentation on the negotiations thus far, what they mean, what they don't mean, and that kind of thing. And so I thought it was very well received. Uh, He mentioned that uh, streetlights, as part of this agreement, streetlights all over the city would be changed to LED over time, which would certainly be a good thing for our community. Whether or not it will provide any savings, we don't know. But, 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 you know, converting them to LED, of course, you know, uh, longer life, for the for these things, and so I think that will certainly be uh, an improvement. He mentioned that some of the savings that would come from that agreement will allow him to to expand his crime camera program, which you know uh, uh, crime in our community, uh, nonviolence, anti-violence in our community is so very important. Uh, and so I think the mayor is really doing all you know working on all the things that he can uh, to you know make our entire community as safe as it can be. And so this crime camera program is something that I think uh, would go over very well uh, in the community. Um, he mentioned that the police department still has good numbers uh, recruiting wise. They, a few officers short, and they're always looking for great people. But the New Iberia Police Department is well staffed and doing a great job. And so um, we made that report as well. As a matter of fact, staying in that same uh, line, the mayor mentioned that very soon he'll be announcing an anti-violence campaign that's coming. Um, you know, we've had some, we've had a few uh, uh, mishaps, a few unfortunate events happen here uh, in the city since the beginning of the year. And so I think there's going to be a big push for anti-violence in our community. And uh, the mayor's putting together some programs and some, some things around that that we are certainly going to participate in uh, where we can. He also mentioned that the Pepperplex uh, project is coming along very well. The Pepperplex improvements are moving forward, uh, as well as the marina project behind City Hall. Those things are moving forward. Uh, folks will see a lot of construction going on behind City Hall. That'll be that's a great public marina project that'll you know put even more focus on the Bayou Tesh, which is just a historical gateway to our community, and another thing that'll make great amenity for our community going forward. And, of course, it's always great to see the investment being made in the Pepperplex. Um, I saw it just pass by there today. There's a lot of dirt flying out there, and that's really mm-hmm. good to see. So uh, also uh, Mayor Carol Bourgeois from the uh, wonderful city of Generette is on our board as well. And he mentioned that uh, Rain Tree Market from Sheraton is going to be opening another location in Generette. That's been confirmed. What a wonderful announcement that is to make. Uh, I hope it's confirmed they've been advertising it yeah, with us here. Absolutely. So. <laughs> and so they've signed some documents and everything. I think that it's official from a from a public perspective. And so we want to – I want to – be, I want to join the chorus of those that are th- that thank Raintree Market for their investment in Generette. Um, I know that it means a lot to the folks in Generette. It certainly means a lot for economic development and, uh, you know, what we can do together there. And so uh, looking forward to seeing that uh, as well. Um, 
Mayor Carroll also mentioned that, um, you know, Albania Plantation, the Albania Mansion, has been acquired by new owners. Um, he's look, he, he asked us all to write down the date of March 25th. He mentioned the words Generet Creole Festival. Mm. And so uh, we're going to get more, uh, more uh, information and more details on that as we go. Um, but um, would that be associated with the plantation? I think it or? will. Okay. I think it will. And so, so just, just a, I wasn't sure. sure. Just a few. Just a few. Uh, we just got a few details on that. But please, everyone, mark down March twenty fifth, and we'll make sure to get you the details on what surrounds that uh, as we go. That is a Saturday. That's right. Which would make uh, sense. Car, uh, Cabot, uh, the the the. Uh, Carbon Black folks, uh, Cabot Industries, they um, currently uh, have leased the, the former Generet Mills facility there in Generet uh, as a distribution point for their products. Just a wonderful uh, uh, place and a wonderful uh, economic development tool for Generet. Uh, their distribution point is there uh, in the, housed in that facility. They're working on a lease renewal right now to expand it and to do some bigger things there. And so we uh, we're you know was happy. The mayor was, I was the mayor asked me to be a part of at least the initial parts of that i appreciate being a part of that and i thank cabot for their investment in the parish and investment in our community and what they do for the tire industry and the jobs that they provide uh, for our area and so i think that this is a really good thing uh, that they're working on all together he also mentioned that the jet that generate will also be holding its mardi gras parade uh this sunday the crew of izana will be uh holding their their parade in generate I encourage folks to go out and and uh, and visit Generet, catch some beads. It's this Sunday. It says on my notes this Sunday. Okay. So I, you know, maybe I, you might want to check with that. Yeah. Maybe call the uh, mayor's office in Generet and and check me on that. But I, what I wrote down was Mardi Gras this Sunday. So, uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, everyone can go out there and enjoy a wonderful time uh, with uh, with the good folks at Generet. I hope to be able to make a, a, a little pass by and maybe catch a few beads myself. This is always such a, one of my favorite times of the year, and uh, I hope folks can can join us uh, in in celebrating the wonderful carnival there in Generet. Uh, uh, Superintendent of Schools, Mr. Heath Hewlett, of course, is on our board. He mentioned that this month there was an additional, when I say additional, we've had some significant sales tax collection increases over the last few months. And I'll talk about that in our economic indicators report here in a moment. But he mentioned a 10% sales, uh, sales tax increase, which is tremendous, tremendously good. Um, the biggest increases in sales tax came from the grocery and retail sector and from contractors. So that means that we're buying groceries, we're buying retail, continuing to spend our dollar here locally. With contractors, there are projects that are happening, construction projects that are happening, remodeling projects that are happening. So keep it up, Iberia Parish. And welcome to those folks in the surrounding parishes who come to Iberia. Instead of driving down the highway to the big city, they come here to Iberia Parish to shop in our wonderful locations and to shop with our wonderful merchants. And so we want to continue to encourage that. That is just such a great thing. And Really going to be uh, happy to tell you about a few no- numbers here in just one, one moment. The school system is also working on a literacy initiative. They'll be hosting some parents' nights soon. This will be focused on third and fourth grade parents. Uh, February 13th at Sugarland and February 16th at North Lewis, um, uh, all surrounding literacy and a, a literacy initiative. Uh, Mr. Hewlett also mentioned that uh, he was, he's working with the school board right now on their upcoming five-year capital improvement plan. 
uh, working on a safety and security plan, working on high-volume metal detectors uh, for our area schools in light of some of the uh, things that have happened here recently. These high-volume detectors will be able to, you know, they won't have to go one student at a time. They'll be able to they'll to, to uh, detect with groups of students and groups of people as they come in. I think it will be a tremendously important thing if approved. Uh, the, he also mentioned that on April 29th they'll be, uh, they'll, they're going to consider putting out for a vote a bond renewal. Uh, to enhance and to pay for some of these things that would enhance uh, security and safety uh, at our local schools. And so the school board will be taking that under advisement and and they'll be making some decisions on that. We'll see how it it goes. Ms. Lenny Fields from First Horizon Bank is on our board as well, but she represents uh, the Chamber of Commerce on our board. And we're, she just started representing the Chamber of Commerce on our board. We're so happy to have her. She mentioned that both their Leadership Iberia program and their Fire Starter program are starting now. As a matter of fact, I think Leadership Iberia is currently going through their SimSoc process, which is very interesting. And I encourage folks to sign up for leadership going forward. Uh, the Chamber does this every year, and it's just a wonderful opportunity to really le- learn about the inner workings of your community. Community. And, of course, the Fire Starter Program uh, is for high school juniors and seniors. And so get with your guidance counselor or your principal in the office there to learn how to, how to be a part of the Chamber's Fire Starter Program. Uh, then we moved to uh, economic indicators. Just a, a few uh, st- stats I'll go over today. Uh, first of all, our, our monthly unemployment rate. Uh, Keep, we keep track of that. All of these statistics, by the way, can be found on our website, iberiabiz.org, under economic indicators. It's all there. And we keep a 13-month rolling uh, statistic, um, both in number form and graph form, so you can follow along with the stats that we follow most closely. So under the Iberia Parish, we use confirmed numbers. We don't use uh, you know estimates or anything like that. So Iberia Parish's monthly employment rate for December of 2022 was 4%. That's really good. It was up a little bit from November, down significantly from December this time last year. Four percent, a little uptick, uh, maybe point four percent. You know, point four percent, which is not much at all. This is typical. We get a little uptick in in unemployment right after sugarcane harvest season or grinding season is complete. And then it goes back down. Then it ticks up a little bit in the summer as students are let out of school and enter the workforce. And so this is this is four percent is a really good number, uh, and it continues to stay low. We want it to continue to stay that way, and I continue to expect that it'll go down over the next few months. Louisiana's monthly drilling. Um, Oil and gas drilling permits, uh, this is a leading indicator of, you know, people see where the, the business is going, and so they apply for permits to consider drilling rigs. So this is a leading indicator of where the business may be going. Very strong. November of 2022, 85 permits were, were granted uh, in Louisiana. That's on Louisiana land and in Louisiana waters. That's significantly higher than November of last year. So there's a lot of interest in, in drilling in our area. After those permits are done and granted, then the rig count comes into play. And November's rig count uh, in Louisiana and Louisiana waters was 69, which is up 20 from November of last year. So the rig count continues to remain strong, and we want to see that number continue to grow. That's both oil and gas rigs as well. All of that is a is a result of where oil and gas prices are. And the last number that I have for December of 2022, and this is how we put it in our statistics for price per barrel of oil, $77.87 a barrel. Last time I checked, which I think was yesterday, we were right at about $78 a barrel. I'm sure it's probably up or down just a little bit from there, but around $78 a barrel I think today. I got a little help from Russia cutting back on uh, some 
after being sanctioned, uh, they kind of retaliated by cutting back. So maybe we so maybe we broke the eighty eighty dollar a barrel range. Uh, those spot prices are you know they change minute to minute. It seems. Yeah, we're just short of eighty right, right now. Right, so two twenty from yesterday's close. So pretty strong, down significantly from June when it was one hundred and fifteen dollars a barrel. But you know, good strong seventy five to eighty five dollars is a good I think a good spot for for oil right now it, because that also keeps gasoline prices uh, you know relatively low. And uh, so I think, you know, good, strong numbers coming from the from the um, uh, Louisiana sweet crude oil prices per barrel. Um, natural gas prices continue to remain strong, uh, down a little bit from September and, and up a little bit from November. So at $5.42 per unit in December, maybe inched up a little bit. Uh, if you look at my graph here, you can see that probably about the middle of the year, the uh, you know the prices were much higher. People uh, speculate and hedge during that time, and you know as to what might be coming during the winter. So you can see in the in the summertime, people said, "Oh, I think we're going to have a cold winter." Mm-hmm. So let me get that price up. Well, the winter nationally and internationally, it might be it might have been cold here a little bit, but it certainly wasn't cold you know worldwide. And so uh, prices have not increased the way people thought they would on the speculative market, but they're still very strong at five dollars and forty two cents a unit in December. Do you have the spot now? I'm I'm looking at two point five two eight. Really? So yeah. it dropped significantly. It so so that means more gas on the market and uh, a much a much milder winter than than was uh, originally. Two dollars a unit. That would be significantly lower. It hasn't been below three dollars and sixty six cents all year. So now's the time to uh, to to uh, look into natural gas if that's if that's where we're at. The Iberia Parish monthly retail sales totals are something that we're most proud of. And I really, uh, I didn't save it quite for last, but I'm one of the last ones, because this is probably the most important and positive statistic that I can give you today. We track Iberia Parish total monthly retail sales on a monthly basis over a 13-month period. But we have the statistics all the way back for many years. The January 2023 numbers shattered the latest uh, the, the uh, retail sales record. The January 2023 retail sales numbers for Iberia Parish was 149944000 and some change. So just under $150 million. The last record, I think, was in June of 2021. If I recall, it was at about $139 million, so significantly higher. Uh, that is really good. Uh, that is real. Those are really, really good numbers to start the year, uh, and it's just another indication of folks shopping locally. That reflects in the ten percent uh, sales tax numbers that Mr. Hewland reported. Just so re- really, so good. Not just for tax collection, but so good for our local ma- merchants, for the people that work hard each day at those various retail outlets. And so, way to go, Iberia Parish. Keep up the good work in that respect. And, and again, hopefully, it's uh, invested wisely into this. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And so lastly, the Acadiana Regional Airport monthly operations down a little bit at about 2,300 operations. I spoke with Mr. Sanji about that, and he mentioned that, you know, with all the weather, the bad weather of rains and cold and wind and all of that, the aircraft uh, traffic military specifically has been down a little bit, uh, but they, they, they expect that to pick up in a big way. And so I think we'll be back on track next month. Did want to uh, also, I started doing this last show, I believe, and I wanted to end on this note. The Iberia Convention and Visitors Bureau um, 
of which I'm happy to be involved with as well, um, is really a great place to find out what's going on in our community. And I encourage folks to go and check out their website, IberiaTravel.com, whether you're looking for a vacation or a staycation or just for an event, something fun to do over the weekend. Uh, this is Iberia Parish has it all. IberiaTravel.com is a great place to find it. But just as an idea of some of the events that are coming up soon, of course, the Tesh Area Farmers Market uh, will be held on Saturday, February 11th through Saturday, March 11th, uh, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. right here in Bologna Plaza uh, here in downtown New Iberia. No admission, just some great vendors and opportunity to buy some great arts, craft, and crafts and food items, everything from baked goods to ceramics, honey, jellies, jams, you name it, they've got it. So go and check that out. Just what a wonderful uh, thing to do. There's also the GLC Farmer's Market. Uh, I've got when, uh, Wednesday, February the 15th through Wednesday, March 8th. Uh, 2 to 6 at the GLC Meat Market out on uh, Lauraville Road. Local farmers selling produce, plants, honey, homemade pies, and you can get some good grass-fed beef while you're there. Uh, go and check those out. You can find out more information about the GLC Farmer's Market at glcranch.com. The La Cadien du Teche Cajun Dance, uh, Wednesday, February 15th. Uh, from 7 to 9 at, at Lalu, the old Lalu, La Louisiane Banquet Hall. Uh, there is an admission. Uh, it's the third Wednesday of every month, the Lacadien du Teche, uh, Fr- Cajun French Music Association dance to Cajun music with meal, door prizes, uh, many other uh, fun activities. Go and check that out. Bayou Teche French Table, that's interesting. That's a really, every Thursday, there's no admission for this. Every Thursday, celebrate our, our Cajun culture and improve your French-speaking skills regardless of your level of French. Additionally, enjoy conversations with Francophones and Francophiles who visit New Iberia from all over the world, as well as students in the, in the French immersion setting at North Lewis Elementary. Uh, this is going to be held, of course, at Cane River Pecan Company at the Pie Bar right here downtown. Go and check that out. Uh, 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Thursday. It's on It's on a, every Thursday, actually, from uh, February 16th through March 9th. The Grand Mary, uh Mardi Gras Parade is upcoming. Boy, that's a great, that's a great time. New day, though. Encourage p- folks to check that out Sunday, February 19th. Uh, the Sunday, February 19th from 2 to 5. Uh, Grand says here, Grand Mary Park. No admission, family-oriented Mardi Gras event with boat, with floats, bands, dance groups, Mardi Gras royalty, Grand Marshal, you name it. Go and catch tons of beads and throws. Just another reason to celebrate. Why go to New Orleans when you can celebrate all of the wonderful Mardi Gras activities right here in Iberia Parish? Speaking of Mardi Gras parades, the Papa Red Dog Mardi Gras Parade on Tuesday, February 21st, which happens to be Fat Tuesday, will be held in Lauraville. Uh, Mardi Gras Parade with marching bands, dance groups, no admission, Main Street, Lauraville, 2 to 3 is what I have. So go check that out. And uh, I think you can get more information at 337-967-4554. That's what my notes say. Mine too. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Prelude to Spring, Sunday, February 26th. That's from 3 to 4. It'll be hosted at St. Peter's Church here in New Iberia on St. Peter Street. No admission. It's a free concert performed by the Acadiana Symphony Orchestra. Uh, go go and check that out. That's going to be a wonderful event. A lot of wonderful music by the Acadiana Symphony Orchestra, which is just tremendous. You can learn more. You can get more information about a prelude to spring at www.iberiacultural.org. 
I've got the the literary festival kickoff party, the which of course will kick off the local literary festival, which is a tremendous thing in our in our uh, parish on Tuesday, February February twenty eighth at the Iberia Parish Library's main branch. There's no admission. This is a be an opportunity to come and learn about the books along the Tesh Literary Festival and all of the activities that are going on. I'll just share a couple others. IPALS is going to present Broadway Bites and Bubblies on Friday, March third, uh, at the Shadows uh, at the Shadows Bend at a Shadows Bend home. For more information, three three seven six five eight zero two two two. I'm just going through here. This could go on forever. But there's so many <laughs> events here. I'll just end with uh, this one. Uh, the Shadows on the Tesh Plain Air Painting Competition. As you're driving around town, if you see these artists standing out in the middle of traffic <laughs> or in front of any local home or attraction, this is all part of the Plain Air Painting Competition. It's wonderful art and wonderful artists. Uh, that competition will be held on Saturday, March 11th from 9 to 5. The Shadows on the Tesh, 337-369-6446. Learn all about it. And get more information about the shadows at www.shadowsonthetesh.org. And as I mentioned before, uh, if you if I said it too quickly or you didn't get a chance to jot it down, uh, no worries. Go to iberiatravel.com to learn about those events and so many more opportunities to do things right here in Iberia Parish. Very good. Before we let you go, anything on the horizon you can tease? Yeah, we've got some. As a matter of fact, um, uh, right before I came in, uh, we, we were working on some meetings uh, uh, Mr. La- uh, Parish President Larry Richard and other members of our partner team, we're going to be um, we're going to be hosting a visit of some very important CEOs and business leaders from some very big companies in our area uh, very soon. So I hope to be able to make some announcements if everything that goes the way that I hope they will in our April in your April show. And so uh, looking forward yeah, to bringing that. I know, yeah. I know. I wish I, I wish I could give you more, but uh, you know, there's some some last minute decisions that need to be made on some high high levels but uh things are looking good but i never count the chickens before they hatch and so uh we'll we'll hope we hope to have some really good announcements for you hopefully uh by the by your april show fair enough fair enough always a pleasure mike Uh, we'll see you in a month if i I know i'll run into you before then but uh, look forward to getting you back next month thanks jeff as always